Well, good day to you, uh, Dr. Kirk Triplett here, uh, helping churches flourish by building the positive mental health of pastors. As promised, we are continuing in the different aspects of burnout. And again, sorry for not having one last week. I was at conferences all last week. Um, So feel free to reach out to me and I will come to your conference and help you build positive mental health of pastors. So the last episode, we looked at emotional exhaustion. And and we realize, again, leading with the heart, that it is is a sacred thing. And um, we find that often pastors uh, get themselves uh, just carrying the weight of the world. It's not a job where you can just leave at the office. Uh, you, you hold on to these burdens and often some of the things that you are told in private, you have to carry yourself. Now, obviously, we realize that we cast our burdens upon the Lord for he cares for us. And we're told too by the Apostle Paul to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace that passes understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And this is great. And pastors do need to practice these things of casting their burdens upon the Lord. They need to also do these things where they are are being not not anxious for the things of the ministry. But there are seasons where we just find that we are emotionally exhausted and what happens is what is the next kind of stage what I would call the stage of depersonalization. I don't believe a pastor can reach depersonalization without first being emotionally exhausted. So Maslock, uh, she defined a depersonalization as uh, something that is characterized by impaired and distorted perception of oneself, of others, and one's environment, and it manifests itself as an effective symptomatic lack of empathy. It could also manifest itself as a disease in response to negative and stressful everyday situations. It can also adversely affect contact with those that people deal with in the form of cynical and negative attitudes. In fact, this is a protection uh, that oneself does against negative experiences when they are in direct contract contact with those negative moments and they objectify their counterpart. And so this happens very easily when it comes to depersonalization. There's also a derealization disorder. But what happens is that in these things, um, people find that they are losing touch with reality they realize that maybe their perceptions are not real. They feel detached from their thoughts, their feelings, and maybe even their body. I wouldn't say it's completely an out-of-body experience, but I would say that sometimes pastors, they come into the ministry all excited, all sure of their calling. And then they get emotionally exhausted. There are seasons that happen where you just look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I don't know who I am anymore. I thought I had all this uh, wisdom and this energy to offer, and I just do not have it anymore. Uh, maybe it shows this idea of, I know I should call this person, but I just can't seem to call this person. I can't, I can't figure it out. I just don't have the energy. Or you see someone pull up uh, into the parking lot that you're not expecting, and you're like, okay, how can I hide in the office or, or in the church, or how can I 
run out and say, I got another appointment. I mean, there are these things that happen where we're just emotionally exhausted and we don't have the ability then to really engage in meaningful conversations and beneficial conversations with others. And then we look at ourselves and we feel guilty about that. We Then that just compounds the issue of emotional exhaustion because we know we should want to do this. I have a pastor friend who says we don't should on people, but the reality is we should on ourselves a lot. I should do this. I should want to engage in this attitude and this action towards this person. I should be excited about the ministry. All these things that we find ourselves and there's moments in our ministry where pastors just feel like I don't even want to do anything. And if you're anything like me, there are times when I have sat on a day that I have off and not wanted to do anything. And then I feel guilty for not wanting to do anything because there's always something that could be done. And so um, this is just a vicious cycle, but it begins with that emotional exhaustion that we talked about last time. And then depersonalization sets in when you just don't feel like yourself anymore. Um, And this would actually feed into uh, a a disorder that pastors already deal with, and that's imposter syndrome, um, where if everybody knew who I really was, um, they wouldn't listen to me. I'm really a fake up here. Uh, You know, why are they listening to me if they really knew my sin or what I struggled with? And even though I'm preaching on this, I'm still failing at it. So I think that maybe we'll talk about that in, in future episodes. But the reality is, is that we have to figure out what are strategies that help us um, counteract depersonalization. One of the things that I think we need to realize is that we need to have friendships. We need to have, we can't be isolated. And so how are you allowing uh, personal relationships with church members? Do you have somebody you can call um, and say, hey man, I just need to hang out. Uh, That's no agenda, it's a safe space. You can kind of be there. Do you have an elder board that you could, if you just went to them and say, I need a couple days. Um, And so it's not shame. It's not weakness to say I'm struggling. It's not a weakness to say, uh, hey, you know what? I don't have all the answers and I really don't know who I am anymore. Uh, There are just seasons that we have that. So I just want to encourage you, if you're a pastor, um, seek out those friendships and maybe you can pray right now and think of someone. Um, Maybe you don't have depersonalization. You're not struggling with it right now, but you're feeling a little emotionally exhausted. Have you found those friends? Do you have someone either in the church or outside of the church that you can just uh, be real with, that they don't have any agenda, they don't, they don't need something from you, but they're willing to listen and just let you be. Do you have a place you could go? Do you have a hobby? I like to go golfing. I like to play music. Um, these are things that I enjoy to do. And sometimes, you know, it's interesting, even sometimes when I go golfing, I feel guilty. And then I have to remember that that I need to rest and my phone's on. So it's not like people can't get a hold of me. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're a church member listening to this, pray for your pastor and ask yourself, um, does my pastor have friends? And what hobbies do my does my pastor enjoy? What does he enjoy? Can I uh, promote that? Can I give him a gift card to do something that he enjoys? Can I can I see? Hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Are there people that I can meet with? Maybe that 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 he or she's been meeting with that I I can't you know that I can reduce some of that load. Um, can I have them over? Can I bless them with a gift basket or something? You know, you be creative with it. Let them know that you're thinking of them. Let them know that you appreciate 
appreciate them for who they are as a person, not just a pastor. So again, um, if you find this helpful, I ask you to share this podcast. I really have a heart, just so you know, I want to help the church. And so I'm available for uh, personal phone calls for with, with pastors or even with leadership teams. If they want to call and ask for some strategies, I have a book uh, that helps leadership understand strategies and church members understand strategies. I have also two different workshops, one for the church members and one also for pastors. And so my desire is really how can I use the study that, that God has placed in front of me that I have gone through to really bless pastors, bless the church, and help the churches flourish. So again, reach out, please like and share, and and, uh, uh, enjoy the rest of your day.